When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Love the Star podcast. I'm Bobby Bell. Dallas Cowboys insider for 105 through the fan of Dallas. Joined as always by former Super Bowl winning NFL scout Brian Broadus. He is now the co-host of the G-Bag Nation, 2 to 7 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday on 105 through the fan of Dallas, where he uh, he co-hosts that with uh, Eric Chiafalo, Zach Walchuk, and of course, the general Gavin Dawson. They all do a great job over there. Uh, he is also the pre and post game co-host on the Dallas Cowboys radio network. And Brian, we got a uh, a big matchup here. Yeah, we got the Dallas Cowboys and the Buffalo Bills this weekend. And not only that, this is a return to Buffalo uh, for the first time since you last went on a road trip with the Dallas Cowboys when you, you had to fly through a tornado. Up? Why do you want to bring that one up? We flew through a tornado to get home after that game. That was a game, and it, I've never, Bobby, I've never been this on a trip like this. It was really weird, and in uh, weird in a way. I just don't ever remember a player's wife flying with us on the trip. I don't think I've ever seen that on yeah. the plane. Kellen Moore's wife. Kellen Moore made the start that day in yep. Buffalo. And his wife flew with us on the plane to Buffalo. I don't ever remember a wife coming on a trip. I mean, they've had wife's trips, I believe, but I, I wonder. I don't. It, I was, it was kind of different. It was different, but he was making his first start. So I, I was going to say, I wonder. Yeah, I wonder if it's like because to Buffalo's. Get to. Yeah, Buffalo's hard a harder to get place to get to. to. Yeah, hard like, place. Eh, she needs a flight. She can catch a ride. Yeah, with she wants to see you know see her husband in his first start and all that. And the the team was nice enough to bring her along, and and uh, she was part of that. So yeah, and then was, you all uh, almost got taken down by a tornado. It was Bobby on the way home, and I. It's so weird for somebody that's seen the world the way I have through airplanes and airports and stuff like that i hate to fly i absolutely am terrified of flying and i get big puddles of water in my hand when i fly i get that nervous and we flew home after the buffalo game and it was it was so weird because we hit storms the whole way i mean the whole way and that big old plane was just bouncing all over the place and Mickey Spagnola was sitting in front of me and he was just commenting and, and, and guys were standing up and, you know, you lose the game and you're just, I mean, you just, every time you just, I mean, some violent storms were flying through and uh, we had to fly. We couldn't even land in Dallas. So we had to go land in Houston. And I swear to you, I told Rob Phillips, I said, if they open that door, I'm jumping off. I mean, I'm seriously getting <laughs> off this plane. And, you know, they refueled us in Houston and we, and we had to fly back through all that stuff. You know, I mean, it was a short flight, but it was just the same, just, you know, crazy, but you know, I'm, I'm just, it's weird. I I hate flying. I do it, it, you know, and I don't take medicine or drink or anything like that. I just, 
you know, try and fight through it. And it's, and if you're one of those guys or gals that get scared of flying, I'm, I'm in the same boat with you, but that was a tough trip and it was a, it was a bad day in Buffalo, man. That was, which a was, bad yeah, day. I was going to say, which, which was worse. Do you think the flight home or the offense that day? Offense was pretty bad. Yeah. Offense was pretty, was pretty bad. bad. Was it yeah. 16 to six? I think was it that was final. Not, was, yeah. Was an ugly it was game. just, it was a lot of things happened that day. And you know, like I said, we, uh, the night before we thought we were going to be really cool, DallasCowboys.com, we were going to go to the anchor bar and have, you know, wings and live it up and be, you know, check out Buffalo and all that. We sure. must have gone through seven or eight different places that couldn't even get us in. I mean, we, we, we didn't, after that point in time, I told those guys to say, if you're going to do this ever again, you've got to make reservations in the summertime. And just, and Hellman looks at me and goes, by the way, happy birthday, David Hellman, today as we yes. do this show. But uh, so we're sitting there and I tell these guys, I'm like, hey, you know, from now on, make reservations. You know, if you want to go to the steak place, make reservations. Don't just show up and think that you're going to get in. And yeah. from that point on, I, that was my that was my legacy that I left uh DallasCowboys.com that how to uh, how to plan for these trips is what I did. They, they learned their lesson. That's they for sure, sure did. They sure did. But yeah, it was a bad day in Buffalo. Boy, that was a bad day. And and uh, you know we were, and at the time playing like a bad team. You know that was just yeah. wasn't good at all. wasn't good. Well, Brian, uh, this is a better football team that's taking on the Buffalo Bills yeah. right now, and it's a better it's a better Buffalo team than it was back then as well. It is. Uh, the, these two teams are both pretty good. And Buffalo, the seven and six record does not seem to match the team you see on tape in a lot of ways, I don't think. And today we're going to take a look at the offense, yeah. uh, preview Buffalo's offense, talk a little bit about how Dallas's defense matches up against them, and then we'll take a look at the uh, Buffalo defense tomorrow. Uh, but Brian. First kind of macro takeaway on the Bills offense is what for you? What, what is the big overriding takeaway about what Buffalo does on offense? I really like what Joe Brady has done on um, with the running game with Buffalo. And I mean getting the running game going, but also to the point of using the running backs the way that he has. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think they get a super talented group of of, of running backs. I am I'm the I have the utmost respect for James Cook. And, uh, you know, he is a good player. He is a really good player. We're going to get into this some more here in a second. That is the guy that scares me the most. Outside of Josh Allen, that's the guy that scares me the most. Yeah. I, you know, I'm a big fan. If you follow all our work on the draft show uh, through the years, you know, I I was a big Josh Allen fan. And I thought Josh Allen went to the perfect team when you start to talk about his, the way that he played at Wyoming. And you talk about the rugged stuff, rugged stuff tough style that he plays in all conditions and the toughness that he plays with. I thought Buffalo was a perfect place for him to go. And, you know, he's, he's had some absolute brilliant moments uh, playing for the bills. Um, You know, he's got a, the the turnovers are a problem. That that is a legitimate problem. And it's something that still haunts him as we get ready for this game. I think that Dallas has the ability to get turnovers in this game as much as they, uh, the the way that they play the ball in the air, um, the way they create you know turnovers, uh, you know create fumbles, um, yeah, I mean this this game could very well hinge on Dallas's defense, you know, creating a couple of those turnovers and getting them. But to go back with with James Cook, I just like what Joe Brady's doing with him. 
you know, how they throw him the football. They take, they're taking advantage of his pass catching abilities and hit those wheel routes, hit the wheel routes, and you know, have a you know, they they stretch the defense one way and then run him through the you know, run him through the defense, you know, run a route behind that and. You know, they're just doing a lot more. It's just kind of like watching the Cowboys in the way that Cowboys create offense through their scheme, where they, you know, the route combinations. And hey, if you're going to play your safety here, we're going to run somebody through and take your eyes away and then run a guy behind that into that area. And you're going to lose that guy. And that's really what, uh, you know, that's what the, the Bills are doing right now with Brady. There's some really creative stuff, but, but, uh, you know, Cook's, uh, excuse me, Cook is a, um, He's a big time player, and and you know they've, I think also with you know with Ty Johnson also too, and and Latavius Murray. I mean they've got backs. I remember with Ty Johnson. I remember him coming out of Maryland. They get a big time kickoff returner, you know, and I mean legitimate like four three two speed, and so they're finding ways to get him the ball on the edge and things like that. So, uh, uh, but man, I tell you what, they've got some skill guys, and they've got an offensive line that. Uh, you know, uh, at times we'll give up pressure, but for the most part, they got a quarterback that will get rid of the football. He just won't take sacks, you know. So he, it's, he, it's, he gets a, it's an interesting a, offense, yeah. He gets sacked at a very low rate. It's very about low 3%. Rate. And, and yeah. that doesn't mean that he's not in the grasp a couple times. He will no, not go down. No. This, is, uh-uh. this, is, this is the last quarterback in the NFL who will slide. This yes. guy is not going to slide. He no. looks for contact, not yeah. just looks for it. Like, he'll lower his shoulder. He gets yeah. tackled in all sorts of violent ways. Yeah. Really, really – to me, as good as Patrick Mahomes is, and he's the best quarterback in the NFL, I think Josh Allen might be the king of the how the hell did that turn into a positive play quarterback? Where it's like there is that has Boy, no business it. being a positive play. Where you it's like it. you, it looks like he's throwing it away and he's in somebody's grasp, and it's like nope, that's a forty yard dot to Gabe Davis or somebody. He yeah. will just you know take a play and completely reverse the outcome of it. But that same fight. And that same sort of trust in his abilities is also where a lot of times he'll put the ball in jeopardy. That's where the Kansas City interception happened. Trying to make something happen, tossing it, not seeing the defender coming to the other, over, other side there. That's the problem. Ball gets picked off. Yep. Yeah, that's the problem. He'll make his share of tight window throws, but he's not always accurate. So then what happens is, and I went back and watched all his interceptions, just kind of sorted them in my file and watched them all. And there, there are turnovers where he throws that YOLO ball. You know, you only mm-hmm. live once, ball. And you only live few, once. That's the motto. Yeah, he'll he'll do that. He'll throw to receivers that aren't that aren't open. <laughs> you know, he'll he'll throw the interceptions because of late reads. Um, he'll also not see defenders. That's a big problem for him. He's had a share of tip balls, and he's had a couple that at the uh, you know I know one that was the end of the half. But I mean, he he's one of these guys. He fights to extract everything he can get out of the play. That's what. That's how he plays this game. So he's a hard guy to defend that way because all of a sudden he's in the pocket and he's running forward and he just shovels the ball. I mean, he just shovels yep. it forward. You know, where he throws it at somebody and he, you know, and thinking, I'm not going to give up on this play. I'm not going to take a sack. And those are hard guys to defend when they when they play. He has got some Brett Favre in him that way. That, that was is, the comparison Mike McCarthy gave. Mike McCarthy yeah. said he reminds him of Brett Favre. That's exactly what he is. He is. It's the it's the oh no 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 oh yes 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 that kind of guy you know I, I lived with Brett Favre all those years I was in Green Bay where you were literally going no 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 oh God yes he pulled it off you know that's the kind of that's the way he that the that Josh Allen plays and so 
I mean, every play to him is trying to get the home run. Every play is that way, you know. And I think there were times in this in these games where he was moving around the pocket when he didn't have to. It's just that's the way he plays. And you know, like Dak, he really enjoys the physical side of the game. You know, yeah. I mean, he has a history. This guy has a history of mixing it up with defenders. You know, mm-hmm. he's not afraid. Design he's a trash quarter- talker. Yeah, he's design physical. quarterback runs, the contact. You know, he it's all this stuff that you deal with with this guy. And, you know, and this is a very dangerous team right now. It, it, this is a very dangerous team offensively because of, you know, of the skill guys they have and a quarterback that just won't give up on a play. Yeah, now let's, uh, let's quickly talk about the Joe Brady angle of this, uh, like you had just mentioned there and, and some of the things. I know that he... The line Joe Brady's given in the past, I believe, I think it was a quote he gave when he was in Carolina, was he said that uh, he wants the defense to have to cover every blade of grass. And you can see that in a lot of ways because he does run a very, it's kind of a classic spread offense. There's a little, um, there's like maybe a little air raid to it uh, Mm -hmm. when you watch it, but man, he does like to do, let's go empty gun or let's go, all right, we're in the shotgun, we got four receivers. And, you know, he will they, they will spread things out. Now, it's not it's not air raid in the way you, you, Brian, you know, in the air raid, how they get those really wide splits yes, with the yes. offensive linemen. It's not that they, no. they won't do that. But uh, otherwise, it looks very, very much like he wants to kind of stress teams horizontally the way the spread offense typically. Been. And they take advantage of that with James Cook in the run game and, and with the receivers and Josh Allen, man, is is this a game? Well, well let's first just touch on Brady. Your thoughts on how Brady can potentially, the way that he designs things, might stress the Cowboys? Well, I, I'll tell you what. I have the utmost respect for Brady because he was at LSU and won the national championship in 2019. So when you look at what with Chase and Burrow and Jefferson and all those guys, I mean, he he had everybody on edge and you know trying to defend him. And he's right. Every every. A blade of grass. I mean, the the way that they used the receivers, the way they ran the ball, the way they used their tight ends, it was really impressive. And what you're going to see is you're going to see a mix of tight formations, and then you're going to see open formations like you talked about, Bobby. They're going to use picks. They're going to use rubs. They're going to try and get receivers open. They're going to use crossing routes, underneath routes. They're going to throw the ball to backs. They're going to, you know, the running back, they're going to use them as wide receivers. You're going to see wheel routes. They're going to hunt matchups is what they're going to do. They're going to hunt matchups to take advantage of defensive personnel. And, you know, if they feel like that, oh, okay, we're going to get this running back on a linebacker that we don't think can cover, or we're going to get one of these tight ends on a safety that we don't think can cover. So they're going to set you up with motions. They're going to get movement, and they're going to attack that area. So, yeah, I mean, there's pin and pull running game when that's really not the strength of this offensive line. No, they do a little bit of it with Spencer Brown. Yeah, they do. I mean, again, the pin and pull on the, you know, on the edge. There's some crack toss mixed in. The backs are physical. They use a fullback, you know. So there's a lot of things in this offense, a lot of elements that Joe Brady can draw from and and um, and and the way he attacks. So um, this is going to be a real challenge for Dan Quinn and this group, especially. I believe in the running game because of what you don't have with Hankins. That is going to be that is going to be an issue in this football game. Let's talk about the trenches here in just a second. Uh, you are listening to the Love the Star podcast. The Love the Stars and Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> 